Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Shooting the Chefs podcast. I am Antonio Spinosi. I am joined by Jeff and Will. And we have a little bit of a fun podcast today mixed in with some baseball history. I think we want to start out with talking about the newest GM in the MLB, the first woman to ever be hired as a professional, as a GM for a professional sports team. And that's Kim Ang down in Miami. Uh, if you guys want to chime in, I think that was a great hire by Derek Jeter. She's been around the game for a very, very, very long time and knows what she's doing. Yeah, really successful. I believe three World Series so far in her career. Yeah, she was with the Yankees for a while. So That's uh, another that's... big thing. She was with the Yankees with Derek Jeter. And Derek Jeter is the one to finally give her a job. Because I've seen her names pop up for years in different GM searches, including the Phillies GM search when they went with Clentac. Yeah, she is. She uh, started in Chicago with the White Sox in 1990, was there for a while, went to New York. And then after New York, she worked on, with the commissioner in the MLB office. So Kim Ang has been around baseball for a very long time. She really knows what she's doing. And I, it's a great hire for the Marlins. Um, in the first episode, we talked about Don Mattingly being the right manager for the Marlins. I think Kim Ang is the right GM for the Marlins. I'm kind of getting nervous about the future of the Marlins when it compares to the Phillies. The Marlins look like they're going full steam ahead in a positive direction, and the Phillies look like they are a franchise without direction currently. The whole NL East is trending in the upward direction with Stevie Cohen. You know, he's got a lot of money, maybe did it from some illegal activities, yeah, but he, he has a lot of money and that's good for the Mets. They got, and then the Marlins making smart hires, the Braves are the Braves, the Nationals. I mean, maybe it's going to be us and the Nationals battling it out for last, but they just won a world series. So they yeah, can, you can kind of rest on that a little bit. I'm not really happy with, the lack of direction of the Phillies, but I think you're saying the rest of the NL East sands, maybe the nationals, they're moving in a very positive direction. And I, Kim Ang is just, it blows my mind that she hadn't gotten a job yet, but very good on Derek Jeter for making her the first female GM in any of the four major professional sports in America. She deserves it. Uh, she, yeah, the level of success she had to have just to break that barrier is insane. And I think this is, we're going to see a lot more female hires for uh, executive positions within all of the major sports. Um, Especially so once she kills it. Right. She's, I'm excited for her. And speaking, I don't think, I don't want to say I don't want the Marlins to be successful, but I want her to be successful. I want her to go into Miami and do an excellent job of building the team. And that's, she's just the first female to be hired. There's going to be more. Um, the future of sports looks very exciting on that front. Um, really, it's, it's an awesome thing to talk about. And we, I wanted to discuss it last podcast. Kind of got 
brushed to the side when we started talking about Theo Epstein, but um, got a little excited there. Yeah, we we bring it back, uh, talk about because it, it is really something important. But I wanted to For move sure. move past that. Um, there's some potential big names being thrown around in the trade market and potentially with their free agency impending at the end of next season. The first one I want to talk about is uh, Cleveland Indians shortstop Francisco Lindor. One of the best shortstops, if not the best shortstop in Major League Baseball, is on the trade market because his contract is coming to an end, and it seems increasingly clear he doesn't want to stay in Cleveland. The owners in Cleveland are notorious for being penny pinchers. That's why Kluber was gone, and it's why now Lindor is going to be gone. And Lindor is 26, 27, still really young. Yeah, he came up young. Switch hitting. He's very young. Yeah, switch hitting all around shortstop that is likely going to bring them back a haul. And that's – I've seen like speculation – that the Phillies could be a forefront candidate for him. But I don't know how that's possible. I, I saw some rumors as a potential package, and it started with Bohm and Howard. And that's a non-starter. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, the Phillies realistically could go get Francisco Lindor. But there we'd have to include guys that I don't want to – including a trade going out and getting a Lindor in a trade this off season would cripple the franchise for the next five to 10 years. Um, I, I, it's not a, and I'm not saying I don't want Lindor, if you, but it's not a smart decision to make. Um, yes, he's, he is one of the best switch hitters. He is good from both sides of the plate, good in the field. He's a good locker room guy to have, but I just, I, I don't see it. I don't see him coming to the Phillies. I think they have to be smart and realize you can't trade Boom. You can't trade Howard. Uh, Mick Abel is a guy you should hold on to. Bryson Stott is another guy who you have to hold on to because he's going to be major league ready pretty soon. Um, Last week we were talking about we don't know if the Phillies have the draft capital to go get some of these good catchers that are going to be coming up. Uh, I don't think – we have the prospect. If we don't have the prospect capital for them, we certainly don't have the prospect capital for Lindor. The problem is more we have the quality with a Bohm, with a Howard, with an Abel. We just don't have the quantity to be able to, right. to move somebody like that and not be mortgaging our future. Exactly. Which is, it makes it hard for the Phillies to trade for big name guys. I think if you don't make that JT trade and you still have Sixto, Spencer Howard becomes a little more expendable. But you don't have Sixto. You have to hold on to Howard because he's a young pitcher that could benefit the back end of the rotation at least next season, hopefully the front end for throughout his career. But um, I, I just don't think, like you were saying, Jeff, we don't have the quantity to go after a guy like Lindor. Yes, and we have a a high budget already that these young guys, the Spencer Howard contract and the Alec Bohm controllability, it's going to be important in continuing to retain and fill out the roster. Correct, because you don't have to worry about paying all those those guys. You have time. You have time to have them on cheaper deals. 
one deal though that I'm looking at for next year where having guys on cheaper deals will allow us to go out and continue to spend. If we don't spend big on a bat this offseason, another guy who's going to hit the market next offseason, Bryce's best friend. Yeah, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. A Chicago guy. Um, if we bring in Theo Epstein, uh, Chris Bryant has every incentive to come to Philadelphia. He'll be working with – he'll be negotiating with someone that he knows very well. And only Theo, had a little bit of a right, only, little bit of an argument with. Oh, yeah, but yeah, the service of, time. A lot of success, though. And uh, he'd be coming to a team that has his, like you said, Jeff, his best friend in the MLB, Bryce Harper. And I think that's a draw for Chris Bryant. Um, I'd certainly love to have him in Philadelphia. He is a, a good defensive third baseman with a plus, 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 plus bat. He is a guy that would be very well suited to the, the short porches in Citizens Bank Park. He stands out to me as a guy who could use a little bit of a change of scenery. I think he's he has been guys. a little frustrated with, uh, with Chicago, felt that he should have been up earlier his rookie year, which he absolutely should have been. Yep, <laughs> They definitely did him dirty there. But we, he's one of the more special bats. He was one of the most special prospect bats that we've ever seen. Right. As soon as he got into that Cubs system, he just turned into like the prize prospect of baseball. So coming off the quick ad, the last thing we want to discuss about Chris Bryant before moving into the really fun part of today's podcast is uh, the potential that he's non-tendered. Jeff, if you want to talk a little more about that, I know you will be able to explain it better than I can. So I read a rumor from The Athletic. I'm currently not subscribed to The Athletic, so I didn't get to read the whole article. But it seems they were headed towards the fact that it's a potential option that the Cubs would non-tender Chris Bryant to save money. I don't see that happening. I feel like they have to be no, able to get something. Yeah, that's you're letting your Chris Bryant was has been their top prospect for I mean, he's been their top prospect. He was their prize when they drafted him and coming up through the, their system. I mean, he you can't just let him go for nothing. You definitely can't. And my fear more is that someone like the Braves or the Nationals are going to step I in would, and give up prospects. I would cry if the Braves or Nationals managed to get Chris Bryant. I, I think I would jump off the Ben Franklin Bridge. Unless the Nationals go and give up like a – a key boom or something, and they'd then have we to just give steal up, him away next year. They'd have to give up Juan Soto. I, I could not handle Juan Soto and Chris Bryant in the same lineup. I, I think I would, the Benjamin Franklin Bridge would just whoo right off the right off it if Chris Bryant went to a division rival. Like, if, so he's, not, think, if he's not coming to the Phillies, send him to the AL. So I, I think we're starting to kind of get to a dark place with the, the Chris Bryant being <laughs> in the division. So that's kind of our cue to lighten things up. And right. we have something 
really fun plan for today's episode. Yep. So all of us are baseball junkies. We love baseball history. We love, we are all things baseball. So today for the remainder of the podcast, we are going to do a snake style draft where we pick our all time favorite MLB players to put in a team to theoretically go head to head against each other. So myself, Jeff and Will will be drafting one player at each position, a designated hitter, two starting pitchers and a reliever. So we're going to have Jeff read out the draft order and then they the first individual will be on the clock to make their so our random order generizer gives us generizer is that even a word sure <laughs> all right what's the random order first pick antonio let's go then will i can respond right. okay and then you'll have you'll have back to backs so all right first pick this is this is an interesting one um because I, I don't want to steal who I know Jeff's first pick would be. That would just – I'd be – I'd feel like a terrible person. So, um, uh, with my first pick, going to go a little controversial. I'm, I'm picking Pete Rose. Come on. What, I'm not allowed to have – That's going to be a later pick for me. No, I got I, – I, I got to take – I mean, he's a – he is the all-time leader in hits. Pete Rose, he's just a really good player throughout his career. Um, he's a great guy to have at the top of my lineup. That's my first pick, Pete Rose. I don't know if I'd say Pete Rose is a leadoff hitter. Right. All-time hits leader. I'd I just said near the top of the lineup, not the top. All right, Will, you are on the clock. All right, I'm stuck between two, not going to lie. Well, I'm kind of stuck between three. We'll go Mickey Mantle. I'm feeling it. Not a bad pick. Good center fielder. Uh, the Yankees have dominated the center field position since baseball was in black and white. So, Jeff, your guy's still on the board. Just take him. Give me the machine, Albert. Yeah, Albert is. Yeah, I can. I can. I. I had to. I had to let Jeff have that pick. Yeah, I went to pick up a golf club from him earlier in the week, and I told him, "Oh, if I get the first pick of the draft, I might steal Albert from you." And in his garage, he was like, "Man, come on, you can't do that to me." So, I had to let him have Albert. That would have been a sin. All right, Jeff, who's your next pick? Oh, my next pick. I'll just do it since we're all thinking it. We're all going to want him eventually. We're her Phillies podcast at heart. Give me Michael Jack. Michael Jack Schmidt. Oh, no. (laughs) That's, yeah, he's best third baseman in baseball history. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. Wait. So, Will's up again. Yeah, Will, back on the clock. You know, I got to go with the Babe. We got to go Babe Ruth. Jesus, Will, you want to step it up into the latter half of the 20th century at least? 
hey, they were good in their past. They're going to be good now. They're still good players. They're top 100 all time. Do you want him in the outfield? Like, where yeah, you want him at we'll, first? We'll put Babe, at, Babe in the outfield. Babe and Mantle in the outfield so far. This is looking good. What can I say? And Antonio, where did you want Pete? Uh, catcher. Oh, that's that's sneaky. That's cheating. Is it? Yes. Um, he's your first baseman for now. You're up again. Okay. Um, I am going to have to take for my center fielder, the greatest center fielder of all time, Willie Mays. He's, him up. Yeah, I, solid. I, he's power hitters. I I like him. I like him in the lineup. And then I'm going to swing back around and uh, going to go to my another outfield position. I'm going with Hank Aaron, who I, I recognize as the all-time home runs leader because he didn't I was going to say that later. Yep. Throw him in your outfield. So those are my two uh, center and right fielder. All right, Will, you are back on the clock. Oh, good Lord. Uh, let's see. Who am I liking? Who am I liking? Who am I liking? Do we go controversial? Since you, you kind of – Do it. Do it. Go controversial. No, nah, we're going to stick uh, traditional. Y'all are going to hate me for it. We'll go Ted Williams. I know. Again, not out of the – Ted Williams is the best pure hitter in – the history of the MLB. I can't be angry at you for that pick, even though we love con- controversy on the Shoot and the Shift podcast. Well, then I'll do it. Okay. There you go. I'll take Bonds. <laughs> it was coming. Go. It was coming. I mean, I oh. let off with controversy, picking a guy who's banned from for life in the MLB. So you have to pick Barry Bonds at some point. Exactly. It's, it's completely understandable that you go with Bond. All right. Jeff, you're back on the clock again for your. So then it? let's take someone absolutely not controversial at all. Who you got? Michael Jack Trout. Oh, I feel a little disrespectful to Mike Schmidt saying that, but Mike Trout could end his career as the greatest all time player ever I no it's just no double respect whatsoever. respect to trout and respect to schmidt all right will you are back on the clock i'm gonna go with the kid ken griffey fair. very good pick fair All right, let's look to the my infield a little bit. I am eyeing up a shortstop. And I hate Derek Jeter, so I'm not picking him. I also hate Alex Rodriguez, so I'm not picking him. Um, I think I'm going to take Cal Ripken Jr. to be my shortstop. Great pick. Fantastic pick. I have a lot of guys that just hit the ball really well. Yeah. 
full of contact over there, Antonio. All right, you're back on the clock. Oh, I am. Perfect. Um, to break up the righty-lefty, I don't even know what my breakup is so far. I'm taking Chipper Jones to be my third baseman. I consider Chipper to be the greatest switch hitter of all time. So having Love him, Chipper, having him in the lineup is a very good balance. So Will, you are back on the clock, ready to go. All right, let's see here. We'll, we'll go with him. We'll go A Rod. Very controversial. I, I hate Alex Rodriguez. I hate him with my entire passion. Everybody does, but you know what? And I thank the Lord I would never consider myself even semi-liking the Yankees. It's top quality pick. Maybe a little so controversial. You didn't want to pick Bonds, but went A-Rod? Well, hey, you know. I, I think A-Rod's a the little less Bonds. The hypocrisy <laughs> is very strong within this one. And A-Rod is not even close to Bonds. Might have to find a new producer. <laughs> All right, Fitzy, right, you're so on two that's picks. That's got me now. I'm going to throw a little something-something at you. Okay. Now, little something-something's going to be a cutter. Oh, Mo. I'm just going to make sure I shut the door. Fair. Right. Give me Mo. Enter Sandman. Better hope your offense can produce enough to even bring in Mo. Just got to have a one-run lead. It's Will, over. he has Albert, Schmidt, Bonds, and Trout. This dude's all hit bombs. <laughs> all right, who are you taking in the, with your next pick? How about – I'd like a little defense at shortstop. I'm going to take Ozzy. I like that pick. I like that pick. It's a good pick. All right, Will? All right. Uh, so tough. So, so tough. We'll go Jackie. Jackie Robinson. I was thinking him that last pick, too. Yeah, that's fair. Full of contact, full of, full of a little bit of pop. Got a little bit of speed out there. We got to go with Jackie. All right, Antonio. All right, let's see. I also want to bring down a guy, bring in a guy that is a shutdown reliever. I'm bringing in Dennis Eckersley to be my closer. Very good. Definitely no Mo. Nobody no, is. No one is. Unanimous. But I think if anyone can kind of. I think Dennis Eckersley is in that next tier of relievers to Mo. Um, and now let's For look sure. at. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with pitchers, just so he doesn't get taken from me because that would make me really upset. I'm gonna pick my all time, one of my all time favorites. I certainly one of my favorite Phillies when he was here. I'm taking Doc Halliday. Fantastic. Great pitcher, a little bit of a reach there. 
No, I I just don't want them to be taken from me. Yeah, it's. I agree with you. Uh, I think I, it's a it's a bit bit of a. Strength. Oh, is it a reach? It, right. It's a little bit of a reach, but I'm I just have to have them on the team. All right, well. Y'all are going relievers, so we might as well go with Raleigh. We'll go Raleigh fingers. The other, the other athletics reliever. He has a better mustache than Dennis Eckersley. Yes, he I'll most certainly that. does. So that means Trevor Hoffman's not going to be drafted. No. He, I was between Hoffman and Eckersley, but um, Eckersley, mustache gang, got to go with him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fitzy, you are – on the clock. I think I'm going to need a little pure hitting. So give me someone with 3,000 career hits. Roberto Clemente. Really good pick up there. Yep, really good pick. Really good individual as well. Rest in peace, Roberto. All right, Jeff, you are on the clock for another pick. I got a lot of pop. But I think I'd like to add a little... Lefty pop. Lefty pop, eh? Gimme Louie G. Lou Gehrig. Oh, that's a great pick, pal. To be my DH. Okay. For the DH position, Lou Gehrig. Will, back on the clock. Who you taking? I think I got to go with Honus Wagner. That's yeah. a great pick. That's yeah. a really good pick. Otis Wagner's got to be on the team. Yeah. Hey, if we were picking teams based on most expensive baseball card, Honus Wagner would have been 1-1. One, one. I would have taken him Dude, right that's away. That's 1-1 one, one there, brother. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. I also need some oh, – I could use a second baseman here. Let's see. Who am I going to pick? Hmm. Here's a little, uh, a little different. Change it up a little bit. One of the most important parts in the big red machine. Going back to the Cincinnati Reds, it. and I'm taking Joe Morgan to be my second baseman. I told you, don't do it. Well, <laughs> when you tell me not to do it, oh, Jeff, baby, I'm going to do it. Jeff, there's still a second baseman who's top quality that's still on this board. So... There's a lot of second basemen on the board, Will. There's every second baseman. There's every second baseman in MLB history except two on this board. Oh, this is true. But there, there's one that's that's key that I think if he doesn't get picked, I'm going to be surprised. I'm, I'm not picking Chase Utley. Utley Antonio, was not, you're still on the clock. Utley was not my pick, but not that one. I'm trying to think. I I could also use just a little more lefty pop in the lineup and lefty pop leads right into my designated hitter big poppy yeah david ortiz is my designated hitter yeah that is some lefty pop lefty pop from big poppy that's That's some lefty poppy all right well swinging it back to you it's tough because it's either do i take the catcher now or do i take pick a starting pitcher i think we're gonna go catcher again going old school we're gonna go with yogi 
Yogi Bear. Oh, that's a really good. I, I was eyeing him up, too. Um, I'd love to have Yogi Berra on a team. He was a consummate fresh. Do you know he received MVP votes 15 years in a row? I, I am not surprised at all by that statistic. And he won 10 World Series. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's he, wild. You know, he was, he was okay during his time. He was yeah, well. just okay. All right, Jeff, you're up two picks in a row. Let's see who you got. If we're starting to go catcher and we're starting to go from Big Red Machine. Oh, I know who he's taking here. Give me Johnny Bench. Yep, that's a great pick. A really good pick. And then I think I'll get us going. I got us going with the relievers. Oh, no, no, don't I might as well get us going with the pitchers. Don't do it, Jeff. I am not trying to pitchers. I reached for Doc. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> See, I even forgot about that. He wasn't on my radar, but I'm instead going to lead the league in birds killed. Damn it. <laughs> oh, no. Give me no. Randy Johnson. No. What a pick. Poor all birds in the area, please watch out. Randy Johnson is coming. Maybe well, the the one it. birds I know in this area are already dead. Yeah, well, we're but moving on. That. <laughs> Will? Maybe I should have taken the, the starter over the catcher. That's disappointing. There's uh, still a lot of starters to choose. Oh, I know. I know. But Randy Johnson was probably going to be one that I was, like, really eyeing up. We're going to go to uh, – we'll go Tom Seaver. RIP to Tom Seaver, but really good pitcher. Iconic, Mr. Mr. Matt. We'll go uh, Tom Seaver. That's a great pick. All right. I'm going to finish out my – I'm going to pick my catcher now. I'm going a little uh, Pudge Rodriguez here. It's a very, very good pick. Now that we all have our catchers, the other guy that I was considering – Yachty. Yachty. Love yeah. me a little Yachty. Yeah, Yachty's a good option. He would have been a good pitcher or a good catcher, but I love me some Pudge. And then um little left fielder, left-handed pitcher. I kind of want a lefty in my rotation. So I think I'm gonna have to go with the man who was nicknamed Lefty. Oh. That's Steve Carlton. Y'all are just taking all my picks, aren't you? That's a well, homer rotation right there, but I love well, it. Well, Will, if you had the foresight to make better picks, oh, okay. yeah. then we wouldn't be in the position. A homer rotation through and through with Doc and Lefty Carlton, but uh, the only mm-hmm. other pitch – there's only other one, one other pitcher I was thinking about, and I'll, we'll talk about him in a little bit. But uh, Will, back up. All right, I'm going to go grassroots here. From St. Louis, we got to go with Bob Gibson. Ooh, I like that. I like that pick. You know, you got Tom Seaver, now Bob Gibson. And that's a good little rotation. Yeah. Rest in peace to both your pitchers. Yeah, uh, I know. They both died. Tough 2020 for them, but. Yeah, really kind of sucks, but. All right, Jeff, your, your final two picks, correct? Correct. So I was thinking of going an old timer but i'm kind of liking having this like more recent dominant pitchers i got a a big dominant arm 
maybe let's get a uh, little smaller but still equally dominant arm. Gimme Pedro. Love me some Pedro. He was one of the most dominant pitchers in the nine at the end of the nineties, beginning of the two thousands. Uh, and he's an electric personality. Uh, you have one last, one final pick, a second baseman. Who, who are you looking at here, Fitzy? Yeah, kind of my top guy on the second base board, but y'all just didn't pick him. Let's go. Uh, this time I am gonna go a little old school. Oh, thank yeah. God. Let's see if some one. Hornsby. Oh, thank God! At least yeah. someone took him off the plate. Yeah, Rogers Hornsby is a very good, very good pick. I I'm actually a little shocked. Jeff didn't take his guy, Ryan Sandberg. This is true. I was a little shocked, but I yeah, guess but his his actions as a manager made <laughs> oh, him uh, soiled him. Yeah, maybe I couldn't do that. Well, yeah. well, butt hurt. There. All right, Will, you have well, a designated hitter left to go. All right, if y'all remember back we'll go a little video game here we'll go MLB the show if y'all remember who my favorite first baseman was you will know who my DH is going to be we're, mm. we're going to go uh, go a little Frank the Tank Thomas here uh, that's a good pick that's a good pick Frank Thomas Hit that's some power a little bit a just lot a of home runs of yeah just alright um so my final, the final pick of the draft. Uh, am I allowed to take a, someone who played right field, but kind of played all over the outfield a little bit, and stick him into left field? I'll let it slide. If it's a good pick, yeah. If not, yeah, I'm not good because I'm taking Ichiro Suzuki to be my left fielder and leadoff hitter. I was thinking about going a little cheesy with Ichiro. I love that Ichiro. Running out of the box, swinging. He's always going to lead us off with, in a good position. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Ichiro is one of my favorite players for sure. I love him. Another 3,000 hit guy. All right. Let's uh, kind of give a, a full a recap of our team's will. Why don't you uh, – I, well, I, I like your team. It's a it's a good mix of. I it leans a little more old school for me. Your team, especially with guys like Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth, but I, I think there's some kind of newer players in there. I I say new reluctantly. I think the newest you went is a Rod, and I can't. I can't like that pick. Yeah, I think I'm the only one with any active players, right? You would be correct. Um, and Albert and Trout? Yeah, Big Trout. Angels guy over here. Yeah, I was about to say, I forgot about Trout. I was about to say, I, I don't know how active you would say Albert is, but he certainly still plays. I don't, I don't think we would go on the term active there with him. But I think if I'm going to have to, do I pick a manager to, to manage your team? If I get to pick first this time. Okay, go ahead. You can pick your manager. Give me Lou Pinella. <laughs> oh, Lord. Does Carlos Sambrano stay on that team? 
I'll take him. That's fine. He can be coach, water cooler guy. Yeah. <laughs> Will, Will, who you got? Who you taking to be your manager? So since we're controversial, we either go with Alex Cora or AJ Hinch. Which one of the two? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So you're going new school, fucking managers to go with your old school lineup. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'll tell you what. If you're going to be that guy, you can just have them both. Might we don't well want them. Gabe Kapler. Could you imagine oh, Gabe Kapler Gabe doing, like, curls in the line, in the, the bullpen, Babe Ruth, like, <laughs> chowing on a hot dog mid-game? I think that's the electric player-coach combo that we need. <laughs> Ruth and Cap. Ruth and Kapler, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, you're gonna have Gabe Kapler. Will congratulations! Oh, right. He's the manager of your baseball team. I'll, I'll take Gabe Kapler. There we go. I'm taking Hall of Famer, legit baseball guy, brother Tony Larusa. So I have the only good human being. Well, Gabe Kapler is just a terrible manager. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm pretty sure we all got some not so great humans there. But don't you mostly good managers? Pete Rose. True. Yeah. Are you? Would you like to use Pete Rose as a, a player manager slightly? Uh, maybe. But I think I ought to have the Hall of Famer baseball guy. I'm legit, brother. That's a. It's a great pick. All time, number one thing to say to a cop if you're a baseball player. I'm. I'm a legit Hall of Famer baseball guy, brother. That's just. You can't not have that electricity in your in your dugout. Definitely. All right, so I think that concludes today's episode of the Shooting the Shift podcast. It was fun getting to hang out and draft our all-time best MLB teams. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Shooting the Shift podcast. So thank you, Jeff and Will, for hanging out. We will see you guys next week. We'll be right